Kenny Galladay, the star wide receiver of the free agency class, finally signed. And to a mixed reaction, honestly, you're listening to the Clock Dodgers podcast. Let's talk about it. Cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot go with him. Can't do it. You play with the game. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. Are now locked in to the Clock Dodgers podcast. Clock Dodgers podcast. Here we are, man. I didn't know how many episodes I was gonna have to make before Kenny Galladay was signed, and it finally happened. Kenny Galladay signed with the New York Giants, as um, you know, the news was you know trending towards last week. Uh, he signed a four-year, seventy-two million dollar deal with forty million fully guaranteed fully guaranteed and you know obviously this got everyone talking and rightfully so whether it was you know social media podcasts articles giants fans non-giants fans everyone was talking about this contract and honestly like debating the contract to me is kind of pointless because you're gonna have your view i'm gonna have my view he's gonna have his view she's gonna have her view everyone's gonna have their own viewpoint of it and I really don't care about it. Like, I don't really care what the amount was for, because if the Giants felt like this was the move they wanted to make, they went for it. Somebody had to sign Kenny Galladay and he wanted to get paid and he was going to get paid by somebody. So um, what what they paid, I mean, if he's going to be a game changer, if he's going to be a top 10 wide receiver, if he's going to be a guy who takes this team's offense to the next level, if he elevates the play and confidence of Daniel Jones, I mean, bro, like, what, what do we really, what, what's the point in debating it? Like, who cares? Salary cap's going to go up next year. Next year, some other wide receiver's going to get signed for more than this. And it's just going to keep going and going and going and going. Contracts aside, the Giants had the money to pay for it. They did it. Right after they did that, they kept signing guys, Adoree Jackson, all these things. So, like, it didn't slow them down. It didn't affect their team in any major way in terms of that. Will it down the line? Who knows? But this team is in major need of a you know a burst of energy of positive positivity of winning games they are in dire need of that they have a young quarterback who they're trying to get over you know this hump to be you know a quarterback that everyone you know believes in in new york and that they think is really good because right now it's kind of like iffy so when you get your healthy running back back your star running back you get this new star wide receiver you're adding some other weapons you know, you're hoping your defense continues to improve and your offensive line and these kind of things. And as you continue to build, if you win some games, man, you start feeling better and everything starts clicking a little better. And, you know, you could turn things around quick and the, you know, and, and, and the NFC East could use it. So um, there's everyone has a chance in that division right now. So I'm not I don't I don't care about the contract and I don't care about debating it. Um, what actually is interesting, I mean, first of all, if we're just talking about from a fantasy perspective, can Kenny Galladay be a you know a top fifteen wide receiver? Yes, of course. Can he be a top ten wide receiver? Yes, of course. How is that? Of course, because he was before. And then you're going to say, well, he doesn't have Matthew Stafford no more. Uh, Daniel Jones isn't. Well, first of all, you don't know how good Daniel Jones is going to be. Players improve. He's a young quarterback. His op- his weapons are improving. His offense is improving. His game is improving. So I'm not going to get on this thing with you guys where it's like, oh, well, his quarterback sucks, so he's not going to be. Listen, 
I believe Daniel Jones is, is, a, is a decent quarterback. I believe Daniel Jones is still developing. He's not a finished product. And so I believe there's still plenty of room here for this offense to be better than it is. Um, that aside, Kenny Galladay has been a top 10 wide receiver in the past. As long as he remains healthy, he's done it before. And the, we've seen guys like Allen Robinson, a supreme talent, an, an elite person at his position, do it with crappy quarterbacks. Allen Robinson was a top 10 quarterback last year. Come on, man. No one likes one quarterback that he had. And he was a top 10 wide receiver. Is Kenny Galladay as good as Allen Robinson? He's, 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 he's super talented, man. He's super talented. And if he gets force-fed targets and the, the quarterback you know, relies on him to score touchdowns, man, the sky's the limit. So from a fantasy perspective, I'm not concerned about Kenny Galladay. I'm not thinking that this is a bad thing for Kenny Galladay in fantasy or dynasty. If I if I have him, I'm totally good with it. If I if I if I'm looking to acquire him just because I you know I want you know some shares of on my team or I like the guy, go for it, man. I have no issue with his landing spot. What what honestly has bothered me more about this, and it's something that I feel like I have to just keep addressing because it bothers me that overall, and it's not everybody, it's not certain people, but. People have to be careful with their with their reactions to sign-ins, right? Um, because when it comes to fantasy perspective, not NFL perspective, because in because when it comes to sign-ins like these, NFL perspective, a lot of times people will say it's good, right? Like it's good in real football, it's good for the team. But in fantasy, in dynasty, I don't like it. That's what you hear people say a lot of times, right? So this is this this is something that bothers me. As soon as Kenny Galladay signed, you hear people going, "Up, oh, Darius Slayton, stock down." Don't care about no other wide receiver on this team. Up, oh, stock down. And you hear this. Uh, I talked about Kenyon Drake last week. Up, oh, Kenyon Drake signed. Josh Jacobs, stock down. You sound ridiculous. The, 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 the knee-jerk reaction to when players sign or when players get cut, it goes both ways, right? When Kenny Galladay signs in New York, it doesn't hurt other wide receivers. That's not how this works. It doesn't hurt them. It's not like he comes. It's not like before Kenny Galladay signed. Oh, we were expecting Darius Slayton to steal all the targets, and now Kenny Galladay is going to come in there and take all the targets. That's not how this works. It's not what the team is planned to do. It was never in the plans. It's not how football works. It's not how the NFL works. It's not how fantasy works. Oh, um, Josh Jacobs doesn't get enough passing targets, so he's not a good running back. Oh, look at that, Josh Jacobs, top eight running back last year in PPR. Even without the targets, they signed Kenyon Drake instantly up Josh Jacobs stock down. Why? Isn't that what you said about the targets? So if he didn't get the targets anyway, what does it matter? You pass those targets over to Kenyon Drake, who could fill all, all the targets that went passing, all, all the targets that were passed to non-Jacobs last year. You give them, you give them to Kenyon Drake. Who does that hurt? They changed the offense. They, they, they use different weapons. They call different plays. They target different different players. It doesn't hurt Josh Jacobs. And this happens all the time. This happens all the time. Uh, Kenny Galladay leaves the Lions. So that must mean that somebody has to get all the targets now, right? That must mean that, you know, Hawkinson or, you know, some wide receiver on the team has to just immediately skyrocket. That's not how this works. They don't go, oh, we lost Kenny Galladay. Uh, I guess we got to give all the targets to Hawkinson now. It's not how it works. Hawkinson is going to get his work. Will it go up? Maybe. It doesn't. It's not because Kenny Galladay left. It's not how this works. The wire receivers on team don't go. Oh man, we got. They got rid of Kenny Galladay. Oh, I guess all of us are getting more targets. No, 
Somebody is going to like fill that role. And if one guy can't fill it, then they're going to share the roles. And, you know, a couple of guys will spread targets out amongst them and a new guy's going to come in and get half of them and this and that. It's not just one person who is affected by a move, whether it's a cut, whether it's a trade, whether it's a sign in. It's not how it works. OK, number two, when a good player comes to a football team, it's not a negative for everybody else. It's the opposite of that. You're 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 making the team better. <laughs> like, just think about that. Like, think about it in your own life like in your household or at your job or, you know, something that you're building in a hobby, when you add something better to the team of that, of that, you know, group, it doesn't get worse. No, no one's, no one's like, no one's, uh, you know, role takes a back seat or their production is less important. Uh, if you're working in an office right now and they bring in a new guy, Hey, Jim, Jim's the new guy. Does your workload decrease so that you're not valuable anymore? No. You still do your work, and now we're going to give Jim some other work. And we might give Jim a sliver of what you do. Well, maybe we'll, we'll give you more on the other end. You know, like, you can't be so matter-of-fact about the outcome or the effect of a move. You can't just be so cut and dry. Like, it can't be Kenny Galladay's gone. Oh, Hawkinson's got to get more targets. It doesn't have to be that way. He may get some more targets, yes. Oh, Kenyon Drake signed. Josh Jacobs bad. It's not how this works. It's not. It's not how this works. So Kenny Galladay signing in New York does not hurt Slayton. It helps Slayton. Teams now have to focus on Galladay. There's no way Slayton's getting the attention over Galladay. So now you have a defense focused on, on an elite running back, an elite wide receiver, and then they go, well, we can't focus, we can't double or focus or put an extreme, you know, attention to detail or, uh, you know, best cornerback in the game on Slayton. So Slayton's opportunity gets easier. It gets easier. There's also the case where a guy could even get less opportunity, but they're higher quality opportunities, right? Because when Galladay is there and the defense's secondary focuses on him as, okay, he's the, you know, the big target. He's the guy they want to score. He's their strongest player. And that takes away guys and focus and attention from Slayton or, or another wide receiver on the team. Then those guys have to go up against lesser competition. Do you understand? You see what I'm saying? So whether somebody does get worse or their situation does get better, let's just not be so matter of fact about this is what has to happen. And I just fear that if you're on social media, if you're in the fantasy circles, or if you're listening to podcasts or reading articles and someone says stock down, stock up, stock up, like you can't just run into that <laughs> straight off because there's people who are going to make trades based off of the immediate impact. And you can't just run into guys who are, who are saying stuff like that and go with it. You just can't. You can't sell yourself short. Even even if you do want to get out from under a player because of a move, you can't make this immediate reaction and sell yourself short because you think something bad is about to happen because of the move. You have to remain confident and continue to believe in the player you believed in. And if you think his situation has changed so much or you like another player more, you can go after it, but don't be so immediately reactionary to everything. Relax. Relax. There's no, there's no, don't overreact and get crazy. Josh Jacob, Josh Jacobs just got better because of Kenyon Drake. The team got better. The offense will get more plays and have more success because Kenyon Drake is a better football player than Booker. That's how this works. The Giants offense just got better. Kenny Galladay will keep their offense on the field longer. 
and more often, and they'll score more points. Will he score a lot of those points and get a lot of those yards? Yes. Will he take it from everybody? Is everybody now immediately stocked down? No. No, they're not. They're just not. It's just not how it works. There are cases where that happens, but it's not fact. It's not cut and dry. It's not, oh, immediately stock down, stock up. It's not, it doesn't work that way. So if you're listening, if you know, we're all following a lot of people. We all take consume a lot of content. Just don't be super, super instantly reactionary, knee-jerk reaction to everything that happens. Think about things. Think about the whole situation. You, you don't even, no one even knows what offenses are going to change. No one knows what their coaches are going to change, what kind of play calling they're going to do differently. You know, when teams build an offense, they're building it for a reason. We don't always have to agree with it, right? We don't always have to go, oh man, I totally agree with what this coach is doing, but we don't really know. <laughs> we don't really know what they're doing all the time. So that's why we can't get this thing down to a perfect science. That's why it's not so easy. So don't speak so matter of factly about, you know, Whose stock is up? Whose stock is down? What's going to happen? This is going to happen. This guy's dead. It's over. Because a lot of people do that every single season and they're wrong. So stay with your instincts. Stay with what you believe. Stay, stay with what your research has showed you. You know, all the film you're watching or the data that you're grinding or the, the spreadsheets that you've built and the rankings that you've built. Don't let moves make you so, you know, so, so knee jerky to everything. Kenny Galladay signing in New York is good for Kenny Galladay and it's good for everybody. And you hope that the whole offense improves because of Kenny Galladay. It's very, very cliche, but you know, the saying of a, a rising tide lifts all ships because when the water rises, all the boats go up, not just one. <laughs> it's not how it works. The, the water doesn't just help one person, one boat it helps every boat. So that good player that's raising the team raises the entire team. Some people don't like to believe wide receivers have quarterbacks, quarterbacks have wide receivers, running backs. Have, they all help each other. They all help each other. If you're really good, you make people around you better. It's not just in sports. It's life. If you have a shitty manager. You work for a shitty business, a shitty corporation. More than likely, there's a lot of shitty stuff happening. And if you work for amazing people, elite people at their position, then, you know, you are the company you keep, man. Listen, that's all I got for today. I wanted to make sure that, you know, we look past just the whole Kenny Galladay thing. He's going to be good. doesn't matter. All right? He's fine. He's an elite talent, as long as he stays healthy. Guys, I appreciate you as always. Please make sure you smash that subscribe button. I say that jokingly. Smash. It sounds funny when people say that. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Um, thank you for everybody who's been following on YouTube as well. I've been mixing in, you know, videos on there, not just audio um, here and there, getting more and more into the swing of it. So your support on there has been greatly appreciated. Thank you for all the reviews. Those are always appreciated as well. The following on Twitter, social media, all the different social media is at Clock Dodgers. If you follow me, I haven't followed you back. Just hit me up. Like, hey, man, I listen to the podcast. I love it. You know, can you follow back? And I'll hit you back, man. I'll follow you back. It's no big deal. It's no big deal. I enjoy following you guys. Um, if you have any topics, feedback, questions, guests, suggestions, anything at all, feel free to tweet at me, DM me, email me, clock, contact at clockdodgers.com. You guys are the best. You're amazing. And as, as always, be kind, be great, keep dodging.